Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. I am Dax Holt, straight from uh, Orange County, California. Adam Glenn, straight out of uh, Manhattan. How are you, yeah, bud? I'm doing good, man. I have been watching a lot of... There's no sports been on lately, so I've just been watching a ton of TV. What shows are you binging on right now? If you could recommend some shows for someone to watch, what would you recommend? Oh, God. I started that Tiger King thing, which was super weird. Um, what else? I mean, I know that the new season... I think we had talked about this before, but I, the new season of Money Heist is coming out. It's just unbelievable show. What up? But listen, I've got two kids running around, so I, it's not like I'm getting like quarantine time to like binge watch everything. It's like I get to watch a little Frozen two, and then we have to go back to schoolwork, and then I like get in at the end of the day, like uh, you know, a half hour hour show. So I'm not the best person. To ask. <laughs> yeah, I just been watching. Like I'm kind of busy during the day, but I feel like there's just nothing to do. And I've seen all the new movies, TV shows. Like I'm like, do I really want to start binge watching a new TV series? So what I what I've been, have been doing is watching like old shows, shows I just was a fan of. I'd watch old movies, Night at the Roxbury, and then one show I've been kind of watching a lot lately, which kind of plays into our today's show is Boy Meets World, which is kind of crazy because <laughs> it's you, so are, weird. Are you, are, that's Dude, so random. Why are you watching that? It's just it's there. I enjoy it. It's fun. I don't know. Actually. It's just interesting. It's interesting you know, TV. You know what's funny? As I saw, I, I was flipping through the other day and I saw it on. And I started thinking, you know, are the cast still getting all these residuals like 20 years later? Are they still raking in the residuals? So I guess we could bring we could bring in someone that might have an answer for this. But Miss Maitland Ward, welcome to the podcast. Obviously, Maitland Ward is known for uh, being on Boy Meets World <laughs> and uh, her adult career afterwards. So uh, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be with you guys today in all of our isolation. <laughs> <laughs> is it, it So Boy Meets World, you still get residual checks from it, correct? We do, but um, over so much time, it's like... You know, it's it's not as like it was <laughs> like in the in the beginning, but um, but yeah, there's still residuals that just that come fall through, and it's weird whenever whenever you get a check from any sort of old things that you've done, it's it's so funny. It's just like you get random amounts. Like I've gotten from old like TV movies that I've done, I've gotten like twenty four cents, and I have to count. It's like, is it worth it to cash the check? <laughs> like, I literally have gotten like a two cent residual oh check my God, before. Yeah, I'm like, I've never gotten that why before. did you waste postage yeah. on this like, crap? Like, let it add up. Yeah, it I'm like, what am I going to walk into the bank and be like, let me sign the back of this two cent check? <laughs> two like, it's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's the thing that's surprising because you had a big role in the show. Like, you were a main cast member. So I would think you would still get like decent amount checks. Like, Dax might, you it is decent. I'm not saying it's, it's not decent, but I mean, after so much time, it, like like every time it airs, it goes down a little bit. So it's, sure. you know what I mean? So if they've aired it so much over the years that it's, you know, but then it also adds up that way. But um, yeah. Could you live off the checks? Um, Not consistently because you get paid like in chunks, you know gotcha. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's not like you're being paid every two weeks or something or a month. You're getting it in months, installments. So you kind of don't know. When checks come, they just kind of show up. <laughs> that must have been so the coolest funny. gig. It's so crazy. Like, yeah. what, I did 12 years of TMZ. We don't get residual checks. Oh, so. right, right. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it's like, so for me, I'm like, dang, I wish I'd gotten to that residual money. I know. <laughs> but I guess it's also a TV show that doesn't exactly do reruns. It's a one-bam kind of you're done and out. No one wants to watch 12-year-old news oh, coverage yeah, that's right, of it's celebrities. Not, it's not relevant at the moment. So. <laughs> 
Exactly. So you came onto the show Boy Meets World during when Corey, they kind of started the college edition. You know, what was that was a big kind of change in the show because the show was sort of, prim- well, yeah, it was, was, uh, you know, it was mainly high school. Then they went to college. What was it like? Did, was the vibe different when they kind of went to college or did you feel like the fans were still with it to that extent or did, it, did the show change? They were still with it because they were growing up with it, a lot of people. So everybody, it aged with people well. And I think, like you said, watching it now, it's a comforting experience. It was a very, very good, wholesome show. But it was also, you wanted to watch the characters and you liked the stories and everything. I know that when they went to the college years, they tried to make it more of a friends kind of sort of situation. Because they were getting older. You couldn't have it in such, you know, young situations anymore. We were growing up. And also, I was with um, Jack and Eric, who were a little bit older than, you know, Corey and Topanga and stuff. Yeah. So we were all in college together, but um, yeah, it was definitely, they wanted to have that sort of friends feel and having me kind of that, you know, move into the apartment and everything, stir it up. <laughs> Do you, I was going to say, did you watch the Girl Meets World revival? I went to the set several times. Yeah, I did. It was a different style of show, definitely, because I know people have said to me, oh, you know, they wanted to see like all the old cast members really have like full storylines and stuff, but, um, and it was it was different, but you know, I appreciate it. And that's actually how I started to get attention in everything that I do because of the revival of that show. There was such a renewed interest that it, they turned it to my social media and my cosplaying and all my crazy stuff that has gone along the way. So I think girl meets world because that really was an instigator of like being back in the public again after taking a period of time off. Do you remember the audition process for the show? Like how it- I didn't audition for the role of Rachel. I auditioned for a show called Zoe Duncan, Jack and Jane yeah. on the WB. Okay, well the executive producer of Women's World was doing that show for a pilot. And for pilot season I went in with that. And me and Selma Blair were like at the end of this. And they needed like the producers of of um Zoe were like they told uh, Michael Jacobs, they were like, well, we want her more edgy. We want the edgy choice. So he's like, well, fine, I'll get her on boy. And we'll, because I want her to be part of one of my cast. So, and they thought I was a good fit with the guys and everything. And they'd been thinking about having a girl with the two guys for a long time. But it was when I came in to audition for Zoe, that's when it said, let's do it for next season. Wow. And did that just change your entire life? Like, what was it like going from... Not before Boy Meets World to then suddenly you're on this huge show that like I know yeah. when I was growing up it was just massive. Like everyone talked we about it. We did not know it was that massive, honestly. Everybody on the show did not know it was as massive as it was or as it would become. It because we did not have internet really. I mean well, um we didn't have like Twitter and all these things that, that connect us socially. So we didn't get the feedback directly from you know, people who were watching it on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. Um sure if you go to like a, a you know, a mall to sign something, you'd see a lot of people and stuff, but it was, it was just a different world back then. And I think the popularity has grown over time, but it was, it was really, and it was really different because I had been on a soap opera for three years before that. So it was like such a different world. It was so an overly dramatic, you know, these storylines on the soap opera to comedy and I love comedy and, and it was just really cool to be, um, you know, part of it all. But over time it's, it's, it just evolved into something really iconic. How did really your, cool to be part of it. How did your, yeah, how did your life change? Because that was probably your biggest role at the time, I would think, you know, because everything, you know, because you deal with such a, a strong fan base with that show, people have such a strong relationship to the show, but did you see yourself changing? Did you, how did the world change around you 
during that time? Well, just as a the fact that you were a working actor on a successful show is like every actor's dream. So, um, so it just it just gives you stability first of all, and very good stability. And um, it I don't know if I really changed like so much as a person. I was growing up at the time too, so I was evolving and and changing too. But um, I was always really grateful for that experience and having such a like them trusting me with such a such a role on this show that was already a well-oiled machine. And I came in and I was a little nervous how they would treat me, but it was very much a family-style environment. There was no, it's no like, real drama. I mean, like, of course, people have little tits and bites and things like that, like any family situation or friends or anything. But honestly, they kept the set running really well. Like, nobody got into trouble, really. Nobody, like, as opposed to, like, other sets of young yeah. casts. So we were really. Do you still talk to any of those people from the? Yeah, show? I do. I do. And you know, like I said, I was around Girl Meets World like a, a lot. And then it's funny. I ran into Will actually just a few months ago or a little while back at a comic con, and we had a great reunion there in like the middle of the comic con. It was really funny. And he's like, "You've been keeping busy." <laughs> I was like, "Yes." <laughs> is that is that an awkward conversation? You're like, "Are you is, supporting you know, my like... <laughs> career or not supporting my career?" Trina's been very supportive. Trina's come out like very supportive of things like that. Yeah, he was very supportive. He was like, are you happy? And I was like, yes. And he's like, that's all I care about. And like, but I'm not watching. (laughs) (laughs) Well, did anybody turn their back to it? Did anybody like say shun you? Um, like, like I didn't have anybody like confront me over the situation or anything. It's, it's funny because everybody assumes like people are going to, and not me included, are going to be like, oh my God, like, but honestly, I've been shocked by the positive feedback I've gotten, especially from younger people in their twenties and girls. They're just like, this is awesome. This is the future. This is, you're taking your sexuality and you're doing it. You don't give any care. You know, they're very supportive of that. It's weird. And, and I find that some people are like, they whisper questions at me because it's like, oh, can I ask you this? They've been curious about stuff. And I guess I'm a comfortable person to ask. But seriously, I'm like, don't whisper. It's not shameful. Ask me. I'm good. I talk about whatever, wherever. I'm not like, it's, it's, I don't know. I just feel a very generational divide. So. And, and how did this transition happen? I mean, going from, I mean, just being an actress on scripted television to, you know, now you're doing adult films. Like, how the hell did that happen? Was this something that you've always been interested in and you finally were like, I'm at a point in my life where I can do it? No, now? there was never a plan. There was never a plan throughout the whole thing. It was just me taking a personal, authentic journey because I started out, I was definitely kind of an exhibitionist at heart. Everybody on my followers and stuff knew that. I did like body paint and all these cosplay setups and with sexy costumes and stuff. So I was always pretty, like, wanted to have fun with that kind of stuff. Um, and then I started, um, you know, I post things on social media and I'd get a following like, um, like I never thought a cosplay side career was anything that was possible when I started. It was just something I did for fun. And one time a red carpet photographer came up to me and said, you know, may the fourth be with you. It's about five years ago. May the fourth be with you is coming up. You should do Slave Leia. I have an authentic costume. We could do a whole photo shoot and everything. And then that went everywhere. I was shocked. It was all over the press, all like 
over the world, and so I can't believe the people were that so interested. Wait, what does that mean, though? You're doing cosplay. So t tell me, explain to me what that cosplay is. Like, you just dress up in characters and do people. Is it sexual? Is it not? What it's exactly anything is it really isn't highly sexual. It's like dressing as Slave Leia. Yeah, she's a very sexy, sexy costume, and it's like that. But I wasn't doing, like, sexual stuff except for nudity, if you, like that, that kind of thing, or, or just partial nudity or something. Um but at the Comic Cons, you don't do anything like sexual, but you do, it's sexy. So it's more of that, that exhibitionism in me like evolved, it started to evolve. But then I started getting kicked off of like Snapchat and things like that for just like, you could see the nipple from the side, like if you look like this. Um, so people would like complain to try to get me kicked off because it was becoming popular. And my fans were just like, why don't you sell content of it? Like you know, nude things. And, and I was all, yeah, I would do that. But I didn't think anybody, I didn't know if anybody would be really interested to buy like a bunch of nudes and subscriptions and that stuff every month. But I, so I just signed up for a Patreon page and I was just like, well, we'll see. I didn't even mention it. And like 25 people signed up overnight without even saying I had a Patreon page. And I was like, well, but, uh, maybe I'll mention it. And then like 2,800 people were signed up by the end of the week just to, to pay, like it paid anywhere between 15 to $200 a month to get my content. And back then it was like nude and solo kind of stuff and all that kind of, um, and then I personally have always been interested in like erotic writing and erotic, like my, like, like with the cosplay and stuff, I always thought it would be cool to have like a comic character, a girl who uses her sexuality as her raw power in it and have, um, like a series or a movie where you really love watching the movie or in the series and you love the story, but then there's this hot sexual action kind of in it. So I think that idea just was planted in me. And then I started to um, say, well, why don't I, like, I also wanted to test my own, like, sexual boundaries. What am I comfortable with? What do I want to do? What do I explore? So I started doing some girl-girl stuff, which which was just fun and slumber party-esque. And then we did sexual stuff and, and made videos and stuff. And then I eventually um, found two guys that I really trust who are professionals who I did uh, a lot of videos with a lot of sexual setups and videos with. So it was kind of like along the way. And then like last spring about, um, Vixen and Blacked uh, approached me about doing uh, a scene for Blacked. And I was like, I was very interested because they have such beautiful product. It's such quality and the photos and the setups. And I just loved it. And, um, and I was like, you know, I want to do some more professional stuff and I'm not able to do it just on my own of that quality, even though I was putting a lot of good money that I had made into, you know, films and everything that I was making, but still they weren't professional professionals. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. It's going to be fun. My fans will like it. It's something that I want to do. I thought maybe, you know what, maybe this will be the only scene that I ever do, but it's fun. And I want to say, I, you know, I did it and explored and I, and I was really finding myself enjoying so much sexually performing. And I, I love that. So I did the scene. The scene drops. It gets huge. It breaks records. It, it does all stuff. Well, at the same time, there's a company that Vix, the Vixen company that owns Blacked. They also own a, a, a more an art film style porn site called Deeper.com. Um, and the director is Caden Cross, who is a famous um, adult performer. And she's award-winning director of the year two years in a row for uh, AVN and stuff. She needed a co-star for um, the big feature film that they were doing, scripted, heavily scripted feature film that they were doing for, for the year. And they said, why don't you talk to Maitland? She can handle this. 
and she would be good for it. So we met at a Starbucks and she needed me like immediately. So we agreed. I read the script. I was like, this isn't porn at all. I mean, there's porn in it, of course, but it was a deep, deep script with two high, like female characters that were really strong and character driven. And I was like, and the dialogue was pages of poetry, like dialogue. So I was like, I, yeah, I definitely want to, this is kind of, this is that seed that I had planted before this, this is, this is the kind of stuff that I want to do. So we did that. And when the film released, it went everywhere. Again, it was kind of like that moment. It was more than that moment of like the cosplay going everywhere because I mean, it was like 180 news outlets and people were coming in. I was trending number one for the day on Google all day of Maitland does porn Jeez. over Bernie's heart attack. <laughs> I will always say, you know, yeah. I trended over Bernie's heart attack, but it was, it was crazy. And the film just went, it did blockbuster stuff on the site. It, it, and the site was new too. She had, they had just acquired it and she was just really getting it up and running. And this was the first big feature that they were doing. So um, it's, it, the site has been doing amazing. And then shortly after that, I became the contract girl and the sole face of deeper, like the, the face of it. And um, of course I'm contracted with Vixen too, but um, for all their brands, but I am deeper.com with Caden. So, um, so that's kind of like the journey. It's, it's, I didn't plan it. Random yeah. question, just cause we were talking about the residual thing. Do you get residuals on adult movies? Um, just because like, if something like that turns into this huge success, do you see any of the profits off of that? Or it's like, on, nope, we paid you for your day rate or whatever. And it's no, there's now. not really residuals on it. But I have to say, because of that film, I got a huge contract out of it. And then I got it. And then also the majority of like my money made is made from like my content. Like, well, Patreon, I now do OnlyFans a lot because Patreon is still there, but um, they don't allow for as much sexual content. They don't, like, the adult is, like, nudity and, like, you know, whatever. Um, but now OnlyFans, yeah, so that's, like, the majority. Of my, and, of course, my OnlyFans numbers, like, grew huge because um, I've got 8,000 OnlyFans members and stuff, so. Has the coronavirus been good for your personal endeavors yeah, being well, at home and yes, <laughs> have you been able I'm, to make a lot of money because everyone's sitting at home being like I have nothing to do but yes. my fans only site is kicking yeah. right now yeah no no it's true but you know what? I kind of feel like we're helping everybody through it especially because you do need entertainment and you do need sex and and even the state of new york says you are your best sexual partner so can, <laughs> so i am actually feel like I, i'm helping the world in that way by saying you know stay at home but masturbate with me <laughs> yeah your old friend from boy meets world <laughs> so are but your numbers have gone up since yeah, everything's gone down well, yeah, definitely. They've been doing really well, and I've been getting people really excited to sign up just because they want entertainment, and and it's just really fun. And I also have a brand new scene on Deeper.com with Riley Reed that is doing bonkers numbers. It's really hot. It's it's and people are really enjoying seeing that because they also they have a sale during coronavirus on Deeper.com. So it's you just get all of my scenes there for for a half off. <laughs> so. This is actually, you're going to thank me after this virus. You're going to be addicted. <laughs> you're going to want to self-isolate way more. <laughs> are most of your fans, are they Boy Meets World fans? Are they porn fans? Or how are they finding you? What would you say? They come from all directions. I'm actually, I always find it funny when I put up something from Boy Meets World on Twitter or something in, or anywhere. And people find out, they're like, you were the girl in Boy Meets World? Oh my God, I didn't know. Like, 
So there's a there's a big majority of people that are not Boy Meets World fans that are following me. I have a huge chunk of cosplay people that follow me. I have the the Boy Meets World base that's been with me all along, and they're great. And then I have um, just people who follow me from born. So it's like, or just saw me in the media, or saw me in uh, in wherever, like wherever they caught me on the internet. But there's a there are a lot of different people. <laughs> Is, is there other women in the industry that feel like you had a leg up because you came in as a famous actress already? I'm sure they do, but I worked really hard for so many years. I don't think people realize that. They can say, oh, she just started porn and she's just had this, this film and she's doing that. I mean, I, but I've been doing my own content and working on really perfecting my sexual performances. And, you know, because it is a performance. I feel like it's kind of like... a like dancers coming together or, you know, ice skaters or some, anybody else to do a passionate like exchange. I mean, of course this goes to the most part of it, but um, I, I really worked hard in like developing things over the years. And I've been in this industry for, I mean, in entertainment in general for so long that um, I've really evolved and, and over all of these years into the person that I am now. So do I have a leg up for sales because I was on that? Yeah, of course. But people are staying because they like what they see. They would have just, this is the thing, um, people were saying, like naysayers would be like, oh, people are just, that movie's gonna do great, but none of the thing afterwards. Well, you know what? The site has tripled or quadrupled over the past since October. So people are staying, people are growing, or keep coming to it. So that I think that's a testament also to Caden's other work on the site that doesn't have to do with me, that is just excellent scenes because she really is, it's a filmmaker's site. People think, oh, porn, you're not, I'm not doing my, nothing that, not that there's anything wrong with my stepdaddy's an alien or whatever. <laughs> it, there's, a, there's a place for all of it, but our stuff that we do there is so like, like I said, heavily scripted. I'm writing scripts for doing a series of stuff that I want to do on there. And like the other day uh, for the Riley Reed scene, um, I had like a page and a half of solid monologue that I had to know, like, that was so intense and in mainstream would have never given me the chance to do something like that ever. They would say, Oh, you're comedy. You should play soccer mom. You should do this. And I didn't want to be pigeonholed into that my whole life. I love that boy meets world was so great, but you know, I grow up and I can appreciate having that part of my life. And then now that who I am, I'm going to be authentic to my fans no matter what. But how do you, do you think people, are actually watching porn for the acting in the scenes in the movie, or are they watching for the actual, the action? Well, it depends on what kind of porn you're wanting to watch. Sometimes you just want to watch the action, but then there are a ton of fans that watch the scenes that want. I don't think that that actually good script and sexual content have to be a party. When you, how many times are you watching a movie where it gets really hot and you're and it's a great story and you're like really involved with the characters and I think even more so you're involved with these characters who are realistic and not like my worst thing about any porn thing I I hate when people are not authentic in a scene like you can tell they're faking they're like oh, like you know that's the duck I don't know <laughs> I try to always be so authentic in my scenes and really have the experience and I, I think my co-stars so far all have done that and I love that for it but um but hey, you're dealing with a six-time award winner here, so people are watching for the actress. <laughs> we got a free SBS, free heavily, a heavily awarded actress right here. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> She's like the Meryl Streep over here, you guys. Let's, let's give her some respect. I was really, I was so surprised and humbled by all those awards. Really, it was really amazing. It was an amazing experience to be like recognized in that way. What, what's it like being in the room when you get down off stage and you've got all these awards? Are the other people like, oh my God, this is awesome? Or do you feel that there's other women in the room that are like, 
that bitch didn't deserve it. Oh, like, that's what I'm always curious about. <laughs> yeah, of course. There's both. There's both. Use your friends and stuff. Are like, yeah, like, you know. But and then there's girls that are jealous. But I think, like in Hollywood, you get that too. It's everywhere. Like, especially with younger yeah. girls, you know, they can be like that. Like, I've gotten to the point. I've been in this, been entertainment and stuff for so long. It's like I'm so over all of that BS. I mean, maybe when we were all t- 20 or something, and you know, but it's just ridiculous. It's like you just have to. Um, you know, if somebody else wins that you don't want to win, you just like congratulate them and move on. <laughs> but it was, what, it, was your, it was cool hearing my name. That was very amazing. What's your opinion of Fair Abraham? Oh, she, she's not a porn star. At all. I, I can't stand girls that do sex tapes. I mean, I don't know her personally. I'm not saying anything personally against her character personally. But I hate when, like, and people would compare me to, like, say, oh, other celebrities that came out to do sex tapes. I'm not doing a sex tape. I'm actually doing a career in films and and things that are substantial. I actually work on sets on a normal basis, not doing one film where you try to get fame and popularity off of it or some sort of sensation. Like, I don't like that part of it. And I, I actually never watched her film or anything, but I just don't like the idea of people using adult, making it look bad, like making it look like, oh, shameful. Oh my God, you have my tape. Like the, also the, the sex tapes, when they leak them themselves and they're like, Oh my god, my sex tape is out. I'm so ashamed and stuff. Have, like, you ever, have you ever talked to anyone behind like the Paris Hilton or the Kim Kardashian sex tapes to just see how no, those ones came to life? I don't, I don't really know anything like about how those came to life. But I, that's it. Those are examples of like, of course they were leaked somewhere. I mean, I don't know the specifics. So that was a long time ago. So, um, but you have to sign off on it, right? Like, there's no way Kim's made profit without her signing off on it. Is that? Oh correct? yeah, she made profit. Yeah, you have to sign. Yeah. 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 There's, there's no way. Like that's the one I think thing people don't realize is they're watching this tape thinking it's like they're watching something taboo, but I'm like the celebrity had to sign off. You yeah, don't just right, get to right. watch this tape so and it, no yeah. one ever pulls it down. Like, yeah. It's right. They would pull it. down. Like I've had videos pulled down of like things that people stole or whatever. And so it's not that hard to get, you know, pulled down Removed. and stuff, but it made her famous. And, and, but I, I genuinely was not like thinking about this is going to make me famous and all this stuff. I was really taking, like doing stuff that I love to do. And people always think, oh my God, a girl gets in, you had to do this. Yeah, I had to like make, have the most successful year of my life. I know it was such a, such a shameful thing for me to like get a contract and win awards and, and do stuff I love doing and, and having fans that I love. And, and so I hate that, that trend, the stigma that people try to stick Especially what area, don't tell me where you exactly live, but what area of California do you live in? Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Uh, okay. Has any celebrities hit you up in their DM? Oh, yeah. I've had, yeah, I've had some guys. Yeah. I've had some try to hit me up thinking, oh, she can, she does it now. Come on. Like, you know, um, but I, I try not to even answer it. <laughs> Who, what, what do you respond to them? What do you say? Like, what, <laughs> what, what, I don't really respond to stuff like that. Um, unless I like knew the person, but, um, no, I kind of just try, um, I don't, I don't want to get involved in that stuff. I, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like, I'm a sexual performer. I don't hook up with you on the side like that. Are we talking athletes? Talking actors? I'm, I'm just curious. Like some athletes, some actors and some athletes, some musician. Anyone that you're like shocked by? Um, <laughs> I don't want to say the names, but yeah. I don't know if you'd be shocked by this. Like you're like, wow, I'm a fan. Like this is like this is like I'm I'm a this person's pretty big. Yeah. Um. Some yeah. I mean, I haven't gotten like 
George Clooney or anything, but I mean, like, but yeah, pretty like successful people. Um, we were talking to, it's, I, I asked you about Fair Abraham because we had her on and she actually said, yeah, like she had one of the Lakers, Kyle Kuzma hitting her up in, in, in her DMs. And we just found it fascinating because, you know, he's like a young sporty guy that's obviously dating around and he was like, hey, I'll get you to the Laker game. Yeah. So we're just curious if you get oh, any yeah. of that kind yeah. of stuff. You get that a lot from different. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, I, but I, again, I, I don't, I don't really try to interact with that unless that I know them. I'm not that. Do any of them send? Uh, do any of those people, the high level people, let's say the celebrities, do any of them send uh, dick pics? No, no, no. They really don't. <laughs> I think they're a little careful with that because that could really get out. <laughs> 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 yeah, I didn't know. I curious if they funny. did it. Riley Reed and I actually, um, we kind of did it as a tie-in with our scene, but not really. We have a YouTube video up right now on her YouTube where um, we go went on Hollywood Boulevard and we asked people, guys, to show us their dick pics and we rate them. <laughs> it's hilarious. <That's> hilarious. <laughs> it was really funny. And uh, people so, were like willing to just whip it out and show you their. No, pictures? at first they were all scared. They were all like, "Who are they doing these girls?" And like, you know. But finally, we got somebody to come over who had a very nice dick. I think it was his dick. I don't. He showed it to us. It was very nice. <laughs> but then people started coming over, and um, they were. But a lot of them were very shy. To I was. They were much shyer than I thought they would be. And a lot of them were. Um, you really had to go. Come on, show us. And then finally, they were like open up. And go okay. I have this. You know. But I was very impressed by the dicks in Hollywood that day. They. It was. <laughs> I like by the and I yeah by the by the right like the. Regular dicks, like not porn dicks. <laughs> Adam, how many how many dick pics you have on your camera roll right now? Yeah, how many? The guys were saying I, I don't have me? any, and I didn't believe that. Yeah, you I got none, dude. I got yeah. I don't carry those on me. Those are those are quickly deleted. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't. Like about seventy five thousand pictures of my. Yeah, I believe it. That's that's how people say hi to you. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I have none. You're but you're in a relationship, correct? Yes, I've been married for years now. So how does your husband deal with this? How is how is He's always been very supportive of me along like this whole journey. He, at the first he was helping me like do Snapchats and take pictures and film before I had like professional people doing it for me and stuff. So he's he was 100 he was so proud of me at the awards and everything. It's people don't it's weird how it's hard to explain cuz I perform sexually. I'm not like having orgies outside of the work. So it's, or doing that, not that I'm judging anybody for that, but that's not how I, I do it. So they, they're like, oh my God, how can your husband deal with it? Because he's, he, he knows that this is something that I love to do and I need to do and I'm good at and I'm successful at, and, um, it's something that I'm passionate about. So it's, it has never been a deal. I've been, I, there are two guys that I film with, like he's friends with them before we, right before we film. It doesn't, it's not, it's not, uh, and then afterwards so they're cool. So is he there? He's been there, yeah. Is he there on set? No, not on the sets for the films, like the professional ones on Deeper and stuff and Vixen. No, he's not on those. But he was on my personal sets that I would do for my content. So, yeah, he's been filming it some of the time. So. And then does he watch anything that you do? Or no. is he kind of like, oh, this is weird for me to watch because then I – Yeah. He, does no, he, he have – like does he not I get jealous not, at all? I think he does sneak and watch some of the girl-girl stuff that I do. I, he always was for that. He didn't care about that at all. <laughs> yeah. But 
But um, no, he doesn't really watch it. Yeah, everybody thinks it's interesting how people think that, oh, this must have been his idea sexually. Like it's his he's a cuck. He's somebody who wants to see this stuff. It's like they, they automatically say they can't accept the girl. No, I want to do this. I like this. This is my performance. This is my stuff. So he basically supports me in my career, but it's not something that he like is getting off on, except he does enjoy seeing me sexually empowered. That is one thing he does. He says that that's really like sexy to him to see me such in, in all of my you know sexuality. Like that. I, I think I'm I I think I'm just more curious about the dynamic just because I and I'm just relating it to my own life. Right. I feel like I would have a hard time watching my wife. Yeah. So I just wonder how he is able to do that. And I, I, I guess I'm just curious of diving into his head. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you'd have to have a whole deep conversation. <laughs> uh, no, I'm really curious right now. I'm I like, bring him on. Separated. <laughs> it's, compart- it's like compartmentalized. Like it, because it is a sexual performance for me. So yeah. And it's it, yeah. the individual. It's up to the individual. Just like some people don't would be, so I can't perform on set. I can't. Like I, some people are really nervous about getting naked in front of anybody or even a bathing suit or something. And then on the other hand, I'm more open like that. So he's always known that I've been a more, you know, daring open kind of person. So it's not like that's such a surprise. It just, you know, evolved along on the journey and happens so slowly too. It's people say, did you have a talk before? It's no, not really. Cause it was just, you know, should I try this? Should I try this? And, and he knew that I wanted to try, you know, different things that would I need professionals for like a lot. Like I've done dungeon stuff and I've done like, I, he's not going to be equipped, you know, to do that kind of stuff, like in a dungeon or, or some crazy situation. That's, you know, you guys don't have a dungeon in your house. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he wouldn't like, you know, all the knots and like this, and, you know, stuff like that. Like just that air experiences that, you know, I'm getting in adult film that I wouldn't get normalized and it, and it, you know, it sates my appetite. So it's, it's good. Actually, I actually think it helps our marriage. I do. Have you brought a girl home for him from work? No, he doesn't do anything with girls. Like he doesn't No, I've been with a girl in front of him, you know, yeah, I mean? sure. like, he, mm-hmm. but no, not for him. No, he, he's not, he's, that's not his personality. Like he's more, I'm I'm the more crazy adventurous one in that regard of wanting to do all these different setups and stuff. But he, yeah. So you know, people think you must be like hooking yeah. up with everybody all the time, and I'm like, no, it's more. There have been girls, but yeah, but it's more of a performance style. And then does he have like I don't know what he does. Does he have like a normal day job out in the world? Yeah, you don't have to tell me exactly what he does. But well, I'm just curious. Not- well, no, he's in business and finance and, and investments and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, he does. I don't think – and, his, you know, some people he knows are like, so ask him questions and stuff. And um, I find, though, with both of us, I don't know if it's because we have a lot of open-minded friends maybe that I'm not – that I don't get a lot of negative comments or impact or anything. But I think most people I find are just curious and they finally get to ask the questions they wanted to ask. And they're like, oh my God, she's, because there's always the stigma that girls either are, are desperate, they're on drugs, they've had a bad family life, they are crazy. And I don't have any of these things. I come from a good family. Um, I, you know, I'm not, I'm a little crazy, but not in that way. I'm not on drugs, I'm not an alcoholic, I'm not, I just want to perform sexually. And it's really hard for people to accept that, but once they do, they're like, and they think about it, I think they 
kind of changes the way that they process who an adult performer is. And, and I just think the stigmas do so much more harm to especially young girls in the industry. Um, and I've had so many of these young girls come up to me and say, thank you so much for making, for seeing us or for, for expressing to the public who we really are. We're not these drugged out tramps that, you know, just, you know, are just stigmatized heavily. Do you think you'll be able to go back into mainstream Hollywood after doing this if you wanted to? Oh, I hope so. I hope uh, Kate and I, for deeper and stuff, we want to, you know, create films where you can have both the sexual version and the the regular non-so-sexual version. Um, yeah, I mean, I hope to actually be able to bridge from mainstream to porn to mainstream to porn. Like, to to there doesn't have to be a differentiation. I'm I'm an actor. I'm an entertainer. It just depends on how I showcase that. But I definitely think there is room, and, and it's coming for a film that can be really good and then just be super taboo and hot and, and give you everything and like blow your mind and your load at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Has there been anyone that's like successfully done that? I mean, I guess my closest no. I would say is like Pam Anderson. But uh, I Sasha Gray. She necessarily did porn. She had a sex though. tape. So. She had a sex, she had a sex tape. tape. She's in Playboy a lot, but not really. And like... I mean like a legitimate film. I mean, we're not talking about, I mean, People have crossed over, but they're, it's usually looked at. They're usually more cheesier stuff, even though they become famous or, rea- or like reality like that, which is fine. I'm not totally not against that. But I, I want to be like the first one with Caden, who's such a great director. And she has such a, I mean, if you've seen like the trailers and stuff for our stuff, it's not porn-esque. It looks, it's totally different. Um, but I hope to take like a film that's really, really art looking and make it to mainstream and, and back and somehow some way no listen nobody has my story nobody has been on the show and like all these years later done porn and, and done it successfully and and had a brand made at any and at my age too so yeah. it's it's has any actresses that were that are working in uh in regular entertainment not the adult entertainment but in regular entertainment that were at your level uh as an actress has any of them reached out to you and said, "Hey, listen, I'd like to make the transition and to go into more into a more frisker adult"? I have had a few people. I don't think that they know what it entails, though. I've had a couple of people say, "Oh, that would be really cool, you know, if we did something together." We, you know, uh, I don't think they know what that entails. The people think that you just go on a set and you just have sex and they just film you and it's done. It's so much. You know, much we worked fourteen-hour days on making that movie Drive for days in a row, like. And that's not just the sex, it's all the other components of it, but actually sexually performing is not just something you just do, you have to know how to perform too. So it's kind of a weird thing because you're actually enjoying the sex, but you have to give that to the camera as well. But I think as a, as a mainstream actress and, and working for the camera acting wise so much, it did really help me with the sexual performance because like, I didn't know I was such a good sexual performer and I, I discovered that in the past couple of years along the way. That how much I love it, but I knew that I could act for a camera. So I think that all really helped. It's the perfect storm. But yeah, I, do, I think a lot of people, a lot of actors who I would love if they would do something in porn would have a very difficult time even doing a little sex. I think it, it's, it's still, you're in front of a bunch of people where you have to actually, you know, screw everybody's brains out in front of people. So um, I don't think that they're thinking it through all the way. How many, how many people do you normally have on set 
watching you guys. It's funny because on deeper, um, on deeper.com, we are a very highly produced set. So we have a full like crew with, with cinematographers from, from mainstream and all the, like we employ all people who are mainstream quality photographers who are fashion photographers, like who are, it's not like, which I'm not putting down the sites, but people think of like just free sites where you see porn, just people going at it and stuff. This is, we have, that's probably only like two people on a crew or something. We have, you know, a dozen people that are around and plus the cast and, and director and everything. So um, it actually, I, I kind of equate it to when I was on the soap opera, it's kind porn world and the soap opera world are very much alike. And people, because we're dealing with, we're kind of an offshoot from mainstream, first of all. And we're kind of like our own deal. We're like our own little village. Um, everybody knows everybody. There's different companies, but y'all kind of bounce around in different shows or different companies. And there's big personalities. There's more cerebral personalities. There's more, there's just, it's just very similar. And I'm finding that an interesting, um, you know, comparison as I'm, I'm getting more into it, which I, I love the soap days, but <laughs> I'm just curious if like you get done with your scene and you look around and the cinematographer's like, okay, I need to take a bathroom break. Like, it, like are these people that no. are working on this set, like getting you know, like, people, turned on while they're watching too. this? No, not at all. I've never had that in any of that. It's, it's a misconception that people it's actually, I have, it's funny. One of our uh, people in the set, he's like, I just watched the movie the, for drive. He's like, but I forward all the sex scenes. That's all the, you know, I don't even care about that. I just, he's all, I love the movie. I like, like, because once you, it's, you're just not, if, when you're on the set, it's you t stop and take and you, ha you have to reposition the camera and stuff. I mean, I'm not saying none of them get turned on. I hope they get turned on somewhat, but nobody's going to do that. They would, I think they would be kicked out of the industry if they started jerking off in front of them. <laughs> There's a lot of rules and stuff. You can't, like, people No, I just meant, like, true. they're like, I, I got to step away. away. Yeah. yeah, I got to step away um, because I've this is been pretty intense. It, although, I have been people like, wow, like, oh, my God. Like, that kind of reaction. But I don't think anybody's actually snuck off. People are pretty professional. <laughs> so they maybe they sneak off, but they won't tell anybody. <laughs> Nobody was announcing anything, let's just say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We got class, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, I, you know you, you know what's good about you is like you had fun with it, you enjoy it, but you make a very big difference. Like You're like, listen, I am a, I'm a performer. I'm not like some overly sexual person. It's not like I'm some, you know, like this, it's, 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 it's film to you, you know, like you're trying to put the, so I, I respect you for saying that. It makes me understand that from a, from a different perspective. So I, I respect you for what you're saying. And I, I mean, I've never seen your work. Dax is, Dax is a big fan. He's told me a lot about your projects. Um, so hey, Dax, my mom listens to this. Come on. And I'm married. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Trailers on, you know, you can see it's funny because on my Instagram, I can't show any of the sexual stuff. So there's trailers from my stuff. So people come on, they, they think it's a real, like they think it's like mainstream movie. Cause the, you should see the trailers on my Instagram. Cause it's, they don't have sex in them. It's just me. acting. <laughs> and the, everything else going on like the whole cinematography and everything <laughs> that's awesome um is there anything that you won't do on camera um i haven't well i'm not into heavy like bdsm uh so you're gonna be seeing some things that you didn't haven't seen from me yet on camera when we do this huge feature we're doing this summer but um it's going to be really really hot so um 
there's not something that I've said I can't do that except for like extreme fetish stuff like that I'm not into. Wait, and what about like has there been a Boy Meets World parody? No, there hasn't been one yet. We don't do like parodies on that site, but it would be fun. I would like to do stuff like that on my content and or or like anything like that. Um, do you think that would piss off the cast members though if you did someone like you know? I would you think- never do it to be disrespectful. It would always be in fun. It would always be a nod, like because. It's funny because Rachel, uh, people bring this to my attention quite a bit, but Rachel, she was, she was kind of naughty. I mean, she was taking nudie pictures for Jack and putting when he was in the student union. She was always in her laundry in front of the guys. There was always this like sexual element about Rachel that that was we knew about. Like we knew her and Jack were having mm-hmm. sex, and and it was just. Um, yeah, Rachel was a little bit more wild. I I wore so much lingerie on that show. People don't even realize. <laughs> <laughs> Look back on it and you're like, yeah, she's in her lingerie again. Or she's in a bathrobe. Or she's in some other sort of sex, sexy getup. <laughs> and that was not my pushing of it. It was just kind of, I think my just my sexuality comes out. <laughs> yeah. So where can fans find you? If people, uh, you know, if people want to, you know, check out your stuff, where can they find you? Well, they definitely find me on Twitter and Instagram at my name, Maitland Ward, M-A-I-T-L-A-N-D-W-A-R-D. And my OnlyFans is also Maitland Warden. They have links on that. And definitely find me on Deeper.com because there's a big sale now. I have huge scenes on there. You can see all of them. You can see hours worth of me. That's <laughs> for, great. That's great. For half off. Deeper.com. <laughs> Maitland, thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Uh, and thank you for giving insight in your career. And, uh, you know, and like like Will said, you seem happy. And that's all. That's what's important, you know. And that's what people don't think it's, you know, actually, I want to ask you this, you know, Steven Spielberg, his daughter right now, you know, what, what are your thoughts on the whole Steven Spielberg and his daughter doing this stuff? I don't know. I don't know the situation personally. If she came to me and was asking for advice or something, I would completely be positive for her and try to steer her in a safe and good direction. I don't know how serious she is. Like I said before, people come and say, I want to be a porn star. She's never done a scene. She's never worked on a set. These girls, it's a, it's a very different thing to say, I want to do this because I did a little bit of camming and I, or, you know, I, and even to do that cam girls, they work really hard. And, um, I don't know if she will ever do anything really in this business because I haven't even heard her try to do anything. But, um, if she did, I would be supportive of her. I support anybody who is speaking their truth. I really will. I will stand up for you. And I want to stand up for sex workers, the girls who are so stigmatized that people, especially older generation, 40 plus or whatever, they seem to be very stigmatizing of these young girls who are, who are doing their best and they're doing well with their lives. They're making money. They're saving money. There are some are going to college with this stuff. Like they, they're doing, they're having businesses and branding that is really impressive. And then they're made to feel like shameful. And I hate that. And I will stand up for them any day of the week for that. That's good. Well, uh, Again, Iris, I, I, I thank you for your time. Uh, fans, check out her stuff. Uh, if you're a Boy Meets World fan, check out her stuff. If you're not a Boy Meets World fan, I, I suggest you check out the show, then check out her stuff. Give <laughs> <laughs> me comparison. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, check out all And my if you're stuff. bored and you're stuck home in quarantine, check yeah, out her stuff. Yeah, you got to do it in quarantine. I mean, I, last, I had a party, in, I had a dance party in the shower where I had a, a cor- anti corona dance party. No Corona to my Sharona, I said. <laughs> Don't stand too close to me, please. I, I, I showed you how to wash properly entirely in the shower. You know, because all body parts there need to go. be disinfected. 
Dr. Oz would be happy about that. <laughs> Dr. Oz would appreciate that. She said, look at her. She's doing. She's teaching you how to watch yourself. <laughs> well, thank, thank you. Thank you, Malin. Uh, thank you so I much. It. I appreciate it too. Mwah. <laughs> Dex, I know that was, uh, I know, <laughs> I don't know to there's some stuff that was like, she, uh, I shouldn't say it, Dex, <laughs> that was, uh, that was good. I mean, here's the thing is, she's, she, first of all, the most important part is she's happy. And then two, it's like she, you know, I think a lot of people, including myself, we have this impression of like, oh, they're in that business, they're in the adult film industry, they're on drugs, they must be crazy. But here's a person who's just trying to, she, she's a theatrical person, she's an actress, and she's bringing her theatrical side into the adult film industry, and that's what she considers herself as an adult performer. Like, it's just, it, she, she really is an actress, and she tries to make her scenes with actual monologues and tries to make stories and movies around these kind of erotic scenes. It's erotic theater perhaps i wanted to add, i wanted to be like are you able to ch tell if people fast forward through the monologues just to get to the action because i know she says they don't but i'm like i got to imagine there's a lot of people being like blah 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 get to the fun part so I, I you know what and that's what you think because when you go on the uh, free websites it's just the main clip they're not showing the 45 minutes going into the part or so the character <laughs> how the character grows but I guess there there's there is a business for everyone and she, she's she says there she says there is it, like you said there's a business there's people that are interested in it. I did think it was interesting that she wants to do a film both with the adult scenes and not the adult scenes and have those two movies kind of come out at the same time. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um yeah, she's it's very it's very film esque to her. I feel like it's film first and adult you know, sexual stuff after. So, uh, listen, she's happy. She's She's got a good, she's, you know, it takes a, a very strong person to do like that. And like she said, she's got good open people around her that are accepting of it. And Boy Meets World was a huge show. Like, people still quote that show. Topanga will still always be Topanga to me. Uh, and it's crazy to kind of, realize what happened and it kind of only happened recently that she's been doing it for a while but only did it start really making news news only recently and it's just it's fascinating for someone to come from an adult fan from a show where she was a, the the heartthrob in a way the hot chick on a show then like hey i'm going right into this industry and show everything off so props to her props to her my yep. friend but dax thank you so you much go. dude i appreciate your time i pre appreciate maitland we got a lot of good guests coming up on the Hollywood Raw podcast. Make sure you tune in, subscribe, write a review. Only if it's positive. If it's negative, just tweet it at me, and because I'll probably you know I'll be the one to see it. But if it's positive, put it up. Please on it. Leave, leave some comments. We love seeing your guys' reactions if they're five stars. Yes, yeah, we love we love seeing your reaction if it's five stars and five stars only. But the show is getting and bigger we, and better. Listen, and I got to say, one of our comments on there was that we had horrible audio. So we fixed it. We spent a bunch of money, got new audio, got new recording gear. We listened. So please go back and amend your comments so we can, and that says we have good audio because we've tried very hard to have this good audio. Yes, for sure. But Dax, thank you again. You can find me at, at Adam Glynn, A-D-A-M-G-L-Y-N. On all social platforms, you can find Dax at, at Dax Holt, D-A-X-H-O-L-T. And that's it for me, my friend. Later. Part Real Media Production.